morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters for Devote Ourselves to the Lord Daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our Come, Let Us Adore Him devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. Oh, and also, we're picking up with, what is it, day eight or something like that? I think so. I think it's day eight of our 12 Days of Christmas giveaway. We're all confused. Um, <laughs> if you're wondering why I look so disheveled, if you're watching on YouTube, the Airbnb that we're currently at, mm-hmm. um, it has what's called a sensitive septic tank. So they say, don't please don't put anything down the drains. And I'm afraid to trim my beard. So he can't shave. Anyways. <laughs> the, oh, and also on top of that, the giveaway thing, we're on day eight. This is uh, going to be a fun one. This is for a bunch of Amazon gift card winners. Yes. So we're very excited about that. You can use it in time for Christmas. Stay tuned till the end. Yes. And then the scriptures, Micah, Ayo. chapter five, verses one through six. And they say this, mobilize, marshal your troops. The enemy is laying siege to Jerusalem. They will strike Israel's leader in the face with a rod. But you, O Bethlehem, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then, at last, his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land." And he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength and the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. When the Assyrians invade our land and break through the defenses, we will appoint seven rulers to watch over us, eight princes to lead us. They will rule Assyria with drawn swords and enter the gates of the land of Nimrod. He will rescue us from the Assyrians when they pour over the borders to invade our land. The devotional says this, All the promises of the prophets were carried on the shoulders of the one born in Bethlehem, and he fulfilled them all. Maybe you've endured one of those awkward moments when important visitors, friends you haven't seen for a while, or distant relatives show up unannounced. It's good to see them, but you would have enjoyed the luxury of being prepared for their coming. Well, Jesus didn't show up on earth unannounced. A whole company of prophets spoke a myriad of prophecies that not only pointed to the surety of his coming, but also made specific promises about what his coming would produce. Micah prophesied that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem in Micah 5.2. Isaiah prophesied that something that was both very specific and unthinkable, that Jesus would be born of a virgin in Isaiah 7, 14. Genesis 22, 18 tells us that Jesus would be born as a descendant of Abraham and as such would be the ultimate fulfillment of God's covenant promises. The Old Testament also foretells that Jesus would be called out of Egypt Jeremiah tells us that Jesus will be born in the middle of the worst kind of human suffering. These prophecies remind us that the coming of Jesus is the result of the unstoppable zeal of a God of glorious, redeeming grace. God wouldn't leave his world in its evil, scarred condition of brokenness. These and many other prophecies remind us that the great author of history's plot determined that the overarching theme of his story would not be judgment, 
but grace. Only the divine Son of God would be up to the task of living a perfectly righteous life in the middle of sin and suffering, dying an acceptable death that would satisfy his Father's holy requirements and rise out of the tomb of his death as the author of eternal life for all those who place their trust in him. But here's what you need to understand today. The surety of these past prophecies and the specificity of how Jesus fulfilled them is also your guaranteed future hope. The story that the prophets of old pointed to has not yet come to its final conclusion. This means that today, in your life and mine, God is still working his unstoppable plot, and he will not relent or rest until all that the prophets predicted is fully realized in the lives of every one of his children. Yeah, I love it. I mean, if you go read Isaiah, you'll see so many call-outs to what the future had in store. Mm -hmm. And just reading that, I'm just so thankful that God is allowing me and he's allowing you and us to be a part of his greater plot that is unstoppable. And we need that confident hope. I was actually just talking to someone earlier today, and I was reminding them that like, hey, for God does not work in the spirit of fear, but in the spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. And so you, believer, need to not respond to the spirit of fear. So you, believer, you don't respond to fear by cowering. You respond to fear, because you know it's not from God, but by responding in power, and in love, and in sound mind. And so even reading this, just being reminded that, hey, there's a bigger thing at play than my own life, than my own virtue, than my own desires, my own goals, then it, it gets me ready for, okay, what is God doing here? How can I how can I make sure that I'm pushing forward his plan and not just trying to push forward my own plan? Right. And I'm honestly thankful I get to be part of it because scripture also reminds us that Things of the earth will moth, rust, and wither away. Mm-hmm. And we need to not store up treasures here on earth, for our treasure is in heaven. Right. And this is such a great reminder that there's something much bigger at stake mm-hmm. than that shiny new object or that thing. Yeah. And that's not to throw those things and cast them away as if they're unimportant, but it's to esteem what the heavenly treasures is. so much more. Right. Yeah, that's so good. And I feel like there's a, been this theme of confident expectant hope in what's to come like as we've been in this Christmas season and I was reading in Colossians 1 and I think it starts in verse 4 it says for we have heard of your faith in Jesus Christ and your love for all of God's people which come from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven You have had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. And it's talking about you have this confident hope that comes from what God has reserved for you in heaven. And you get to live with this expectation because you have heard the good news. And it's like, okay, well, where does our hope come from? Mm -hmm. It comes from the Lord. It comes from the good news of the gospel. And it's like, This is how the Lord wants us to live. It's like when the prophets were declaring what was going to happen, what happened to the people? Well, then they had this hope, like the coming Savior. And then for us, it's like Jesus comes and there's these more prophecies in heaven and there's just so much to look forward to. And I think it just 
again, I know that I feel like we're repeating ourselves a lot here, but I think it's something that we need to constantly be reminded of, especially in a season where it's so filled with gifts and purchasing and it's a lot, right? And it's like, man, we just need to remember what is genuinely important, what actually the season is about. And it's the fact that our suffering savior came so that we can have a relationship with the father and security in this eternal hope that our home is not here, but it is in heaven. And all of the things that we're like wanting so desperately for Christmas, it's going to rust. It's going to like not matter. Like literally what matters is the fact that we have an eternal hope. We have eternal home with the father. And it just gives you that perspective that you can live with to, to bring you more joy in the here and now. Yeah. And I think that's what I was trying to hint at where it was like the story is still being written. So God's story has not yet come to its conclusion for here on earth. Mm -hmm. And what I'm, and what I mean by that is that we don't have to make our own heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Heaven is awaiting us. Yeah. And so we don't have to spend our entire life trying to maximize our earthly experience and pleasures because our the maximum amount of pleasure and experience that we could ever experience will be in eternity in heaven with him. Yeah. And so we're here on mission for a different reason. And so that's what I was kind of thinking. It's like now we're part of finishing his story. Right. So good. Oh, we got to announce <laughs> the winner. Sorry. Before Tori prays out. Sorry, for the Amazon winners. Let's hear it. And by the way, I just feel like I felt as you were sharing that I, I'm so with you on how this season, we don't want it to be like corrupted by consumerism and gifts, but it is also a nice thing. Yeah. You know, it is like, it's fun to give gifts and be the, and be generous and Absolutely. stuff like that. And so just wanted to clarify, because I know we just talked about it and then now we are about to give away some stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, the Lord has been so generous with us. How can we not be generous with others? And yes. we hope that you'll continue being generous with others as well. So the Amazon winners are, first off, let's, let's give a shout out. We have our first guy winner. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's been a long it. time comer. Love it. Okay. So the first Amazon gift card winner, and you guys be on the lookout in your email for this, is Edward Yusuf. The second one is Misha Howard. The third one is Lily Hauser. And the fourth one is actually Julia. <laughs> you didn't put your last name. So there's oh. a few Julias out there that are kind of like, hey, what's <laughs> going on? Julia from um, New England. Okay. Yes. Sweet. So those are the four winners of that. And um, Congratulations. you know, look out for your email. Hopefully you can use them in time for, for the Christmas day, but and all that. Yeah. Want to praise it out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for reminding us what this season is about. Father, you have been so generous with us. I pray that you would help us live with the most generous spirit, Father, that um, we would remember that this season is forgiving and for sharing and remembering your good news. Father, would you help us live with expectation and hope of the future because of what you have given us, what you have secured for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen. Thank you.